And now, the BC Food and Wine Radio Network presents Anthony Gizmondi and Casey Wilson. This is BC Food and Wine Radio, presented in part by Wines of British Columbia at Save On Foods. Now, here's Anthony and Casey. Just see the sleigh bells jingling, ring, jingle, jingling, Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's show. Oh, I love that music. Uh, we need it. It's happy. It's fun. Uh, listen, we got a great show today. We're going to speak with David Lorison in Toronto. He's going to talk to us about his favorite BC wines that he's been tasting extensively over the last couple of months. You won't want to miss that. Uh, and then Casey, wine gifts. Yes, Tony Wynn. We've got everything from Dr. Bonnie Henry tea towels to wine aroma kits. All right, uh, then we're going to be in East Kelowna today. We'll speak with Rhea Kitch about uh, how COVID has changed maybe the way that they'll market their wines next year. And, of course, we're going to get some wine selections from Kitch that they'll have ready for you to buy for the Christmas table. And finally, uh, we have a lot of fun uh, up next with Karen McSherry. She's always so full of life. What has she got for us today, Casey? Great gifts under $10, Tony. One that I I, I just ate them all at home. It's called a... <laughs> Ruby bonbon. Uh, so you ate them all at home. Yeah, I, I had and, samples, and, and I'm sorry, you're not going to see them. And I didn't get a single sample. No, I put them aside, but I just they were irresistible. Okay, I'm going to ask her about a pan that I'm excited about. So uh, plenty of things going on at the Gourmet Warehouse. That's coming up next on the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. I'm Tony Gizmondi. I'm Casey Wilson. And we'll be right back. There's more to come. This is the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. Presented in part by Wines of British Columbia at Save On Foods. This year, be local with Wines of British Columbia at Save On Foods. Find a wine that celebrates local as much as the holidays. Whether it's fireside or turkey side, Save On Foods has that perfect complement to your celebration. Browse more than 1,200 wines from over 180 wineries. The largest selection of BCVQA wines in the world. Wines of British Columbia at Save On Foods. Browse the entire collection online at saveonfoods.com wine and get ready for a local holiday celebration. Hi there, it's Tony Gizmondi. And Casey Wilson. And we're three weeks to Christmas, but there's no need to panic. We've got your Christmas shopping covered. That's right, Tony. 60 Gifts in 60 Minutes is our annual fast-paced show of unique Christmas gifts, guaranteed to please everyone on your list. 60 Gifts in 60 Minutes, a Christmas tradition continues on next week's show here on BC Food and Wine Radio Network. Happy Holidays. Hillside Winery is here to serve you, BC. We're offering free shipping across the province on all orders of six bottles or more. Let Hillside deliver direct to your doorstep and give you one less thing to tick off your shopping list. If you're a local, ordering online for pickup is easy and hassle-free. Hillside will happily box up your wines and have them ready and waiting for you. We want to make getting your favorite Hillside wines easy. Find us online at hillsidewinery.ca. The bear, the fish, the root, and the berry at Spirit Ridge is offering up some good times. Like afternoon happy hours, Monday to Friday between 2 and 5 p.m., with special pricing on platters for two and local wines and draft. Brunch, anyone? Enjoyed every Saturday and Sunday from 8 to 3.30. You can even take the good times home with family meals for four prepared weekly to go, from a complete turkey dinner to lasagna and roast beef dishes. For details, including reservations and menus, visit bearfishrootberry.com. Now back to BC Food and Wine Radio. Here's Anthony Gismondi and Casey Wilson. 
Welcome back to the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. You know, folks, we interview a lot of people throughout the year, but some are just more electric than others. And our next guest is totally that. Karen McSherry is the president of Gourmet Warehouse. She's still in business and she's still electric. How are you, Karen? <laughs> Electrically fine, Tony. Thanks for that. <laughs> well, you're so happy. We need a bit of happiness, you know? I know. You know what? Let's just focus on happy because there's no other alternative. So let's just be happy and, and, and yeah. take the positive. And, you know, okay. we're so happy to support local, Karen. I know we are Gourmet Warehouse is really supportive of, of local, as you most people know that we are sort of international gourmet food. But um, we also support everybody that has a local, a good local product to sell. Um, and we put them on our shelves without a lot of hoops to jump through. And we've really put a lot of people on our shelves in the last five months, people that caterers and, and things like that, that are really, they're, they're decimated and they, they need to stay alive. They're hoping that, you know, we will come around and they need to be there. So we've got things like great spice kits from a caterer and we've got people doing sauces and, and it, and it's great. And the doctor, Henry sauce that everybody's talking about. We were the first ones to put it on our shelf because Ann Kirsbaum created it and it goes to SFU and UBC um, and COVID relief. And to wow. date, we donate every penny and your listeners are going to just fly backwards on this one. As of yesterday, our total donation for that coming from that sauce is $13,382. Wow. That's wow. fantastic. Yeah, that's, that's BC buying in, and their eight ninety nine goes straight through. We give it a great presence in the store, and we take nothing. And it goes nice. straight Isn't that great? She's also, also got some, there's some great linen um, tea towels available, yeah, there's lots Dr. Of Henry. People are really being creative to try to get money funneled into these, the hospitals and COVID relief and all that. So I, we're really supportive of that. And I'm really proud that we've managed to push through 13 grand worth. Yeah. Uh, Karen, you know, I'm, I'm the sort of the dumb food guy here. But uh, I, I, uh, for, first of all, we're going to talk a lot, a lot about inexpensive, great gifts you can give people today in stocking stuffers. But I would caution people to go over to the website to gourmetwarehouse.ca because you've got big sales on too on a lot of uh, uh, you know regular kind of uh, wear that's baking wear and cooking wear in the kitchen so you, people can check that out one thing i want to know about i i have to admit what are these liners that you put in your uh, crispers in that is that you know you say they're they they're good for the food that's in there can you explain that a little bit what well, they it, are it, it sucks up the gases that fruits and vegetables give off and the gases when they're trapped in your crisper that is what internally rots the food so these mats are these they, they absorb those gases which yeah. then in turn lets the fruits and vegetables live longer up to like seven days longer and wow. i went oh yeah right i don't believe this get bring it on uh, that's uh, what i'm saying yeah, yeah. So I took them home and put it in my refrigerator. They used to be little strips from Japan, and I tried it with a, bowl, a, a thing of berries. And then you know that when you buy the um, lettuces, and, and yeah. by the time you've done half of that box, you get to the bottom, you've got a little bit of slime going on, and that isn't so tasty. So no. And you've also paid six or five or six dollars for that. I hate food waste. So you put that in. 
it works. I tried it. It works. It's awesome. And if wow. you're listening and you just think, oh, my God, really, I don't really need one more thing. Here's, here's an inexpensive tip. So when yeah. you get your box of arugula or mixed lettuces, get home. Take it all out. Lay a paper towel on a full sheet of paper towel on the bottom, half the lettuce in, then another half of paper towel in the middle, and that will give you two to three days. Oh, I love it. I love it. And you can there, wash I just those saved and you reuse some money. them. Yeah, yes, perfect. I just have Thanks to tell so a quick story about lettuce. My son was telling me the other day that when he used to go shopping with my dad in Winnipeg, my dad said to him, Now, look. When we get to the produce department, you find the crummiest lettuce you can see and take it home, and that way you won't be sent to the store by my mother again. And that's what my dad used to do. And I can remember <laughs> my, him coming home and my mother saying, where did you get that lettuce? Well, that's funny. That's good. Tony, that's clever. something to do, right? Yeah. Yeah, very clever. <laughs> one list off my honeydew jar. Right. Yeah. Thank you, Karen, so much for well for dropping off these wonderful treats that you sent. the The figs from Spain. They're chocolate so and these tuned. These are great. So my theory is that everybody doesn't need to spend a giant size amount of money to make Christmas happy. So we've got things for everybody. Things under ten dollars. Things that make people happy. Food generally makes people happy. And 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 you know. You need and, and a little bit of import excitement. So these are figs that are enrobed in delicious chocolate from Spain. And they are, so it's great because it goes with wine, Tony, right? Did yeah, you totally. One? Yeah, port. So that would be, right, it would be perfect with port. So they're a perfect after dinner, little something. You don't want a heavy cake. You don't want something like that. These fig and chocolate enrobed figs are perfect. Wow. Um, I love those. Yeah. Uh, our guest, uh, by the way, is Karen McSherry. She's the president of Gourmet Warehouse. Karen, uh, baskets are always popular at Christmas, but you have, uh, I was looking online, and you can sort of type in Mediterranean or whatever you want. So let's say Mediterranean. What what does that mean? What do I get in a Mediterranean basket? Okay, so then you pick a price. Say you just, you, you, you own, I'm really, really conscious of, of people's budget, and, and, and I'm sincere about that. When they say $50 is what I want to spend, that's what they're going to spend, not this and that, and the bow was extra, and oh, I put extra ribbon yeah. on, so that'll be, no, 50 bucks. So you'll get a beautiful organic pasta, you will get a sauce from Italy, you will get a little olive oil, you'll get a balsamic, you'll get a mini panettone, and then you'll get a spread and a cracker, and all of that wow. wrapped up, ready to go. So, and you can up at 75, you can say Mediterranean for 75, then we start adding more treats in. You might get those figs yeah. in and, you know, then you'll maybe get something else. So we've got, we've got thousands of items in store and many, many, many of them, like that little package of figs is only five ninety nine. Like who mm. doesn't want that in their stocking? Yeah, who doesn't? And the funky chunky. I Ooh. love that. Okay, if you like popcorn, you like caramel, you like nuts. Uh, and chocolate, it's all mixed together, and then it's like this chocolate delight thing, and it, it's actually addictive, so you have to take it easy because, yeah, you, your backside can grow on that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, boy, I, I'm not touching that, literally. <laughs> Karen, Tony's looking for a new uh, saute pan. What can you recommend? Okay, my favorite pan in the whole world, without a doubt, is... Scan pan. They are the most sophisticated non-stick um, 
cookware makers in the world. I've actually been invited to their factory in Denmark, and it is truly 100% made in Denmark. I actually made my own frying pan when I was there. There's a video on my Instagram feed showing me in their factory making a fry pan. It was so exciting. But the thing is, is they make it with ceramic and titanium. So it isn't that nonstick that wears off, and it isn't the nonstick that you inhale the fumes and your budgie bird dies. You know, that kind of thing. They are incredible. And why do I like it so much? Because you only need a little bit of oil or butter. So you're not dousing your food in a lot of unnecessary oil because the release mechanisms of the ceramic and the titanium are so superior to any coating out there that it just makes cooking a breeze. Fish is a breeze. I make potatoes. I make French fries in the fry pan. Yeah, so okay, I got and one and it's great. And Tony, there's it's there's one on sale, twenty six centimeters, f- for one hundred and thirty nine ninety nine. Well, I love it. There you go. I, I just you have. Be, are you the chef, Tom, in your house? Uh, are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you should see me wheel the corkscrew. Popping the corks. Oh, now, now, you're my boy. No, That's yeah, who uh, I want. I will tell I will tell you, and maybe you can help our listeners, especially the men. You get a nonstick pan, but do you need a device that you stick in it that doesn't tear off the surface of the pan? No, or? you see, and that's what these no. are the joy of. You can use a metal spatula, no problem. Oh wow! Now, don't don't get your knife out and start cutting through yeah. your pork chop or your steak to see if it's cooked through. But sure. you can use metal utensils in it, and it doesn't tear through it. And so they're Karen, male, they're male proof. <laughs> Mm, mail-proof. That, I should write that on the sign. Yes, good idea. Oh, God, that's perfect. Tony I have says, not heard of an electric fondue set. I see that you have one on sale for $76. Tell me quickly about it. Well, it, it keeps it... Yeah, instead of those little lights and halfway through right. the you've drunk too much of Tony's wine, that corkscrew's been flying through the bottle, you're all drunk and the light went out and now the fat's cold and you're eating awful food. That way it keeps the heat of the either the oil or the cheese fondue at a steady temperature so you can just keep drinking and everything's gonna be good. Cool. And then I you can't call wait an Uber. to get one of those. <laughs> uh Karen, uh, we got to go, but uh, please tell us uh, where you are, when you're open, when people can shop. I know they can go online, but if they come in. So we're really, really super careful. We've got, don't be discouraged by the lineups out front. It's because we are following very closely the mandates from the government. We're open seven days a week. Our hours are extended till 8 o'clock at night. We're open, um, and we are on Hastings at Clark in Vancouver, and we've got 35 free parking spots behind our store. Beautiful. Karen McSherry, uh, we wish you all the best for the holidays. Thank and you uh, both. Uh, Can't wait to talk to you in the new year when we hope things are going to get better. Yeah, and then we'll electrify things. Right on. Even more. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks Happy Karen. holidays, Karen. Uh, Karen McSherry, president of Gourmet Warehouse. Uh, plenty more coming up on the show. We're going to take a quick break and head to Kelowna and catch up with Rhea Kitch. She's a co-founder and proprietor of Kitch Wines. There's more to come. This is the BC Food and Wine Radio Network, presented in part by Wines of British Columbia at Savon Foods. Winter in wine country, there's nothing like it. Experience everything from the comfort and convenience of the Watermark Beach Resort Osuyus Hotel and Conference Centre. Book a stay or just enjoy an unforgettable dining experience at the restaurant at Watermark, featuring Chef Nick's popular nightly specials Wednesday through Saturday and Prime Rib on Sundays. Menu is available for dine-in, take-out and curbside pickup. Celebrate winter in wine country. Visit watermarkbeachresort.com for full details.
In the heart of the Okanagan's Golden Mile Bench, Kalmana Family Estate Winery is waiting for you. The tasting room is open for walk-in sales Monday through Saturday with COVID-safe tastings Fridays and Saturdays until December 19th. Their website is also bursting with holiday gift set ideas, but don't wait. Get your online orders in by December 14th for Christmas delivery. Kalmana Family Estate Winery, creating wines of excellence through the blending of art and science. For tasting reservations and more, visit kalmana.ca. Barb Holler, owner of Poplar Grove Winery in the Okanagan. I see world-class wines being grown here. I see the potential for growth in the wine industry, in ecotourism, in everything that the Valley has to offer. And on her winery. It is the best job in the world. I'm in the sunshine all the time. I'm looking out over the lake. There's the birds. There's the crew. Poplar Grove, available at private fine wine stores. Join the wine club at poplargrove.ca. It's been a long year. You need a little therapy vineyard in your life. Book your stay at the Inn on the Vineyard overlooking Lake Okanagan and Giant's Head Mountain, sipping the latest releases all within steps of your luxurious boutique-style room. It is the ultimate wine lover's getaway without the flight. Plus, BC Food & Wine radio listeners can save on their stay year-round at Therapy Vineyards. Just enter the code Gizmondi when you book online at therapyvineyards.com. Now back to BC Food and Wine Radio. Here's Anthony Gismondi and Casey Wilson. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Welcome back to the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. I'm Tony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. Our next guest, Rhea Kitsch. Uh, we joined her earlier this year in the Okanagan and uh, promised we'd stop by and see her, but the COVID restrictions are just so tough. We haven't got there yet, Rhea, but you're on our list. We can't wait to get up there in the new year. How are you at the moment? Super. Yeah, we're great. We are, you know, kind of under the same circumstances as everybody else, but making the best yeah. of them and Aside from a really brief cold snap in October, the weather's been pretty pretty beautiful, so can't complain. Yeah, we've been talking to a lot of people about uh, getting wines. Uh, you know, we have listeners all across the province now uh, in, in almost 20 different markets. A lot of them are buying wine online, and I'm, uh, I've been watching a lot of stories on... Uh, you know, on uh, the news saying that deliveries are going to be tough later in the year. So let's start there. You're shipping wine, but what's your recommended date for people to get wine to their home before the holidays start? Yeah, we're suggesting December 10th is the safest cutoff. If you live in our region, uh, we can extend that because we deliver ourselves in the Okanagan. Uh, But December 10th allows us to ship, and and we use a different shipper than most packages. Uh, It's a medical shipper, so they tend to do it temperature-controlled is why we work with them, but they're quite on time because they have very important materials they're usually shipping. Yeah, you know, uh, actually, Casey, I get all all my uh, samples sent in through ATS. I think I think that the people on my block think I'm the sickest guy in the world because I <laughs> oh, get bet. I get a truck every day of boxes and stuff coming in, and uh, people must going, "What is going on over there? What is wrong with that guy?" But anyway, there, it's a great system. Uh, okay, well, let's talk about, I want to talk a little bit about uh, a few wines, some suggestions from you for the holidays. Uh, people are having turkey or ham or, or uh, I don't know what, uh, salmon perhaps. So what, what, what are you recommending from Kitsch uh, for the holidays? Yeah, sure. So the kind of go-tos, 
Uh, and what I see trending on, for example, social media where we're tagged when people are enjoying kitsch right now is probably our Chardonnays. So we have a 10-tree Chardonnay uh, that's largely unoaked and, and has like a component that's a give back. And then our 11-barrel Chardonnay is more the kind of barrel-aged, uh, traditional uh, thought of a Chardonnay, and it tends yeah. to suit kind of these meals that we're having at this time of year. And then we also have a Pinot Noir and a, and a Bubbles, like a Blanc de Blanc, that obviously closer to New Year's are, are quite popular. And uh, Rhea, it, how have the wines changed on your Christmas table? Like what are you and Trent, your husband Trent, serving now? How has it changed yeah. over the years? And are there wines that you serve now that you weren't serving, say, five years ago? Yeah, I would say for us, you know, we like to support local as much as we can. So we definitely have a couple bottles of Okanagan sourced uh, wine. But as you know, when you're in the industry, your palate starts to get really curious and you start to seek out things that are a little more off the beaten path. So we kind of maybe have the staple, you know, red blends from the valley um, at this time of year, or maybe Chardonnays, maybe Rieslings. But then, you know, I'm starting to get really interested in Italian wine when I'm serving, uh, you know, something with a little more uh, meat on it that I want more protein balance. And, and I like to maybe explore a little bit of the natural wine sector or French. And so I've, I've noticed over the years we've gone to open our palate a little bit more, but still maintain, obviously, a good flow of local. I would, actually, if I was you, I'd take block party and translate it, that into Italian, and uh, you'd be good to go. <laughs> there <laughs> that we is go. a great I bottle. I've got to figure out what that is in Italian. Yeah, that's such a great bottle and uh, so much fun to drink. Uh, so I would, I would have a look at that. I love it. I, actually, you mentioned the Chardonnay. You have uh, an interesting give-back program as well. Let's talk a bit about that and how you're giving back uh, to others in need. Yeah, so every uh, past couple vintages, we've had a Chardonnay that's um, unoaked, and that tends to be a little bit more communication to the market. They're not sure about it. So we tried to say, hey, let's have a story around this that's not just about if it's oaked or not. Let's do a give back. So a dollar or more of a bottle goes to originally was Mamas for Mamas, uh, which is a give back, an organization. And this year it's Tentry, which is uh, they mostly sell clothing um, and they plant 10 trees for every piece of clothing you buy. They're based in Vancouver, but they're around the world. Um, they have a huge following. And we partnered with them because we happen to know them and uh, have a very similar ethos. And so for every bottle of 2018 unoaked Chardonnay, uh, we call it our 10-tree Chardonnay, we plant five trees in Madagascar, which might sound far away, but we believe the world is a lot smaller uh, than we think. And this is a beautiful project that promotes uh, the stopping of soil erosion for agriculture. And it also employs local women and local people in a village that, you know, could definitely use a little more economic yeah. stability. So yeah, good for you. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's a cool program. Yeah. Uh, well, wine is such a global business anyways. Uh, I, I'm all for that and, and uh, anything we can do to help out. It's been, uh, it's been a tough year, actually, for everybody in the wine business. Uh, some are doing well, some not so well, depending on your mix and where you're selling your wines. But people seem to be figuring things out. You're big in marketing. What, what have you discovered from COVID that perhaps you'll do differently next year, even if there, uh, we get a vaccine and things go back to some sort of new normal? Have you learned something from this? Yeah, great question. Um, in the biggest, I think, learning we've had has been at the tasting room or at the winery itself at the cellar door. 
Um, before it was really hard to charge a non-refundable tasting fee or to ask someone to book an appointment. And I think COVID's really uh, pushed the market that way. And it's, it's actually made it such that the experiences are way more um, engaging and more value, I think. So even if it's a $10 tasting and you don't get the money back, you just got, you know, a lead tasting by someone who's really captivating and intelligent and you've sat one-on-one for half an hour um, and got to taste wines with a beautiful vista. And for $10, you know, I think the market now sees that as a reasonable uh, cost for that. And we're going to continue with that because I think it really promotes our region's coming of age in the quality of wines and experiences we can offer. Super. Uh, Go ahead. Our guest is Rhea Kitch. She's a co-founder and proprietor at Kitch Wines up in uh, East Kelowna. Go ahead, Casey. And one thing that I've learned through COVID, bring on the magnums. <laughs> That's what exactly. I say. I'm like, the year of the magnum. I mean, it seems like the wine is definitely, uh, our sales are, are definitely a bit higher this year, but we're not in the segment that's probably seen the greatest jump, which is uh, a bit more affordable wine that you can buy in large volumes or that people tend to buy in large volumes, even like boxed in different formats. But magnums, I think, fit the bill. And I think one thing everyone feels from uh, COVID is like, you don't know what tomorrow brings. So celebrate today for what you can and, you know, wear your nice clothes, drink wine that you enjoy, um, maybe open a Magnum, because uh, there is a lot to celebrate, and we kind of need to make extra effort to do that, because tomorrow, you know, yeah. might present new things that we would have been like, oh, we should have really appreciated yesterday, so we see a lot of that. And what yeah, Magnums I... do you have? Great question. We just sold out of our Cab Franc, but I believe we still have some Pinot Noir, our 2019 vintage, and we have a 2018 11 barrel Magnum as well, that we ship uh, those Magnums across Canada. Yeah, Magnum of Pinot Noir on uh, on Christmas Day on the table, that that would uh, be pretty inviting. And, and one thing about Magnums that I love is the reaction of your guests, who probably have never yeah. had a Magnum. You know, they just see it and they go, wow, this is so special and uh, and it looks great and, and you don't have to get up as much either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. And I feel like we don't open them like we're saving them all the time for yeah. magical moments. Exactly. Yeah. And I see a lot of people on social media now saying, you know what, I was saving this bottle or this whatever magnum for a special moment, but it was pizza with my boyfriend. So there that's you go. just kind of 2020, just do it while we can and, and enjoy it while we have it. Make magnum hey. a magnum the celebration. Yep. Yeah, I Re- think so. Rhea, uh, so great to catch up with you. We wish you and your family uh, the best this holiday season and uh, hope that we'll be able to see you in the new year live uh, at the winery. That could be very much fun. Thanks so much. We would love that. Have a great day, you guys. Thank you. You too. Rhea Kitch, she's a co-founder and proprietor of Kitch Wines in East Cologne. If you haven't been up there, folks, you need to uh, drop by the next time you're in the region. Uh, Okay, we're going to take a quick break, but we're not quite done. Uh, We'll be back. Casey and I will be back. We're going to talk wine and food gifts in the next segment. There's more to come. This is the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. Presented in part by Wines of British Columbia at Save on Foods. 
This year, be local with Wines of British Columbia at Save On Foods. Find a wine that celebrates local as much as the holidays. Whether it's fireside or turkey side, Save On Foods has that perfect complement to your celebration. Browse more than 1,200 wines from over 180 wineries. The largest selection of BCVQA wines in the world. Wines of British Columbia at Save On Foods. Browse the entire collection online at saveonfoods.com slash wine and get ready for a local holiday celebration. Toast the transition to winter in the Okanagan Valley with Black Hills Estate Winery. Whether you're looking for special gifts for friends and family or a little treat for yourself, their wine experience center is open all year round. Sample special wines such as their luscious bright Chardonnay and flagship Bordeaux blend Nota Bene, recently awarded 95 points by Michael Godel of Wine Align. For more information or to reserve a seated wine tasting, visit blackhillswinery.com or check them out on Facebook and Instagram. The Modest Butcher Restaurant at Mount Boucherie Estate Winery in West Kelowna is waiting to welcome you. Stop in for the new Modest Happy Hour weekdays from 2.22 to 4.20 for great appy selections and drink specials. Or if you'd rather eat at home, check out their new Modest Joe Food for takeout or curbside pickup. A modest offering in the modest style. And remember, walk-ins are always welcome for lunch and dinner, but reservations are recommended. For all you need to know, check out mtboucherie.com. Location, location, location. If you've made up your mind to finally take that big step and move to the beautiful Okanagan, keep in mind that you don't have to do it alone. The right real estate agent can make all the difference. Let Sean Everest of Remax Kelowna be your trusted advisor as you embark on this exciting new chapter. I'm Sean Everest. I raised my family here and you can too. Visit seaneverest.com and let me help you on your move. And welcome to the Okanagan. I'm sure you're going to love it. Now back to BC Food and Wine Radio. Here's Anthony Gismondi and Casey Wilson. Sleigh bells ring. Are you listening? In the lane, snow is glistening. A beautiful sight. We're happy tonight. Welcome back to the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. I'm Tony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. Uh, we'll take a few minutes now to talk about uh, wine and food gifts. We'll be doing a lot more of that uh, next week, but we thought we'd slip a few things in now. Things are getting tight, especially for online shopping. Of course, a lot of our listeners now across the province, uh, like if you're up in uh, Kitimat or Revelstoke or any of these uh, places and you're shopping online, you really got to get it done uh, probably by this weekend or next at the latest, wouldn't you say, Casey? I would, yes, definitely. Yeah. December 10th at the latest. Yeah. Uh, are you telling me that Dr. Bonnie's into uh, wine and food? or <laughs> She sure is I'd, into... I mean, I know she owns a part of a winery, or she's a partner in a winery, yeah. uh, Clotus Soleil, uh, but you've got something from her. Dr. Bonnie Henry tea towels. They're $18 each. Yeah. They're linen, and on them there's, they say, be kind, be calm, be safe. Great gift. Uh, buy four for $16. And they're available online if you just Google Dr. Bonnie Henry Tea Towels. And there's a few places also available in different uh, cities and towns across B.C. Okay, sounds good. Uh, what's next? A wine advent calendar. I think this is a great idea. Which It's from New District, and they're priced at, uh, they have 12 bottle sets at 449 
$8.00 and for 24 bottles they're $8.99. You can order online and for pickup and they'll also ship around the province. And if there was ever a time for an advent calendar featuring wine, wow, Tony, this is the year. You think so? Like that sort of 4 to 6 o'clock time? Or? Yes, and you know, you can <laughs> split the month's worth of wine with a friend in your COVID bubble or give a box as a gift or hoard the bottles to usher in 2021. Yeah. Uh, I don't have a specific... A gift, but we never, we you know, we sometimes talk about glasses and decanters. You know, I'm a big fan of the plain, simple, clear glass. Uh, you know, Riedel makes a decanter. They're very inexpensive, probably about 30 to $35 their Merlot decanter, Casey. And yes. People say, well, do I really need a decanter? And, and uh, you know, I always say the same thing. First of all, you can improve the quality of your wine no matter what you pay for it. So if you've got a $15 wine and you dump it in a decanter, and get some air on it, the young wine, for 30 minutes. Uh, you know, you have helped that wine. It's probably, as I say, you 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 put the price up about three or four dollars just by decanting it. And uh, then if you serve it to someone like Casey and she shows up and it's decanted, she goes, "Oh my God, they pulled out the good stuff." I know, I'm so impressed. Exactly. You can add you can add another five bucks to that. So all of a sudden, your fifteen dollar wine's worth twenty three dollars, and then. Uh, if you have a little bit of fun guessing what the wine is without torturing people, uh, you can get her up to 30 bucks, and you haven't really done anything. And people people probably remember that wine when they go home because often the next day when I say to people, hey, what, what did you have something you liked last? Yeah, it was great. The one with the yellow label. And they go, well, which one is that? And Anyways, you bring it out beside the decanter and you have some fun, nice entertainment. Great. And Riedel, uh, uh, Riedel, which rhymes with needle, they have some great deals at HomeSense. Cheapest place to buy them is at a HomeSense. Okay. There you go. Get yourself a decanter and uh, treat yourself. Always fun to get some air on those wines. Okay. What's next? Okanagan Crush Pad has four carefully curated sets of wines available right now. And what I love about this, your purchase gives you access to videos hosted by Vancouver-based BC Wine Pro uh, DJ Kearney, who also writes for you, Tony, on your gizmondionwine.com. So she I does. think that's a great idea, and I'm not at all surprised. I mean, the Okanagan Crush Pad is always seems to be way ahead of everybody when it comes to doing unique things with wine. So you you buy the four pack, or they they sh or you buy the the sets of wine. They ship them out to you. Then you have a self guided tasting by watching the videos. Uh, you could actually probably zoom. You you know you could buy them. Your friends could buy them, and then you could all watch the videos together and uh, get the info from uh, from DJ and enjoy the wines. I kind of like that. There's four and, collections: holiday yeah. cheers, big reds for winter, pure whites, and an organic wine collection. Yeah, I like that organic wine collection. Of course, they're famous for uh, being organic. Uh, and you know, uh, I, I read a great piece by Chris Coletta, the owner of Okanagan Crush Pad, or the co-owner, talking about organic wine a couple weeks ago about being certified. Very passionate. You know, it's one thing to say you're organic. It's a very big step to be certified organic which really means you are organic, because if you're not certified, you're not organic. And it's very you, you expensive, should. too, to do that. So, you know, yeah. you should really should support people who are certified organic. Yeah. 
Okay, uh, now you've got wine aroma kits down. I'm, I, at, <clears throat> you know, when I was young, I thought they were kind of weird, but now I am kind of a fan of them now at this point because I think they are useful in some ways to uh, train your train your nose at least to look for different scents. What have you got? And Tony, my daughter was over with the uh, kids about 11 years old, and I brought out the wine aroma uh, wine aroma kit. I've got a large one. Yeah. With, uh, oh gosh, I don't know, almost 100 cents. They were amazing how they were able to describe the um, scents. I know. I'm so disappointed my mother wouldn't let me drink at 12 when I could really smell. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Well, these kits, some of them, the the good one I think is about 54 different uh, scents. From, you know, you've got your cassis, you've got your leaves, you've got your strawberries, uh, blueberries, all that sort of in a concentrated. They're a little over-concentrated for my liking, but they are. They do show you how unique and different these scents are. So when you see something written by me, you say, oh, maybe he knows a bit about it. I don't know. Uh, of course, now all the experts say we shouldn't tell people what wine tastes like. They can do, say whatever they want, and I'm good with that. But some people want to know. And trust what you say, and so we keep doing what we're doing. Wine aroma kits, good thing to have hanging around. Uh, okay, we got to wrap it up, Casey. One more item. Crate and Barrel Wood Marble Wine Cooler. It's fifty nine ninety five, and this is what Peter Mondavi Jr., who's the who's a proprietor of Charles Krug, he received this as a gift decades ago, and he uses it every night he's serving white wine. So check it out, Crate and Barrel Wood Marble Wine Cooler. So it's soapstone. I guess they cool it down in the refrigerator, and then it stays cold for the evening. You put the bottle in it, and uh, you put your cool bottle in it, and it stays cool throughout uh, serving white wine. We don't kind of have too much of that problem in B.C. because it's never that hot, but uh, we do in the middle of summer. We have to get one more in. Meinhardt Fine Gotta Foods be quick. for uh, fresh cookie platters from thirty nine ninety five. South Granville location in downtown and Pacific Center, Meinhardt Fine Foods. Okay, uh, that's it, folks. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back uh, to be joined by David Lorison. We're going to talk about uh, the new BC wines. There's more to come. This is the BC Food and Wine Radio Network, presented in part by Wines of British Columbia at Savon Foods. Tinord Creek Vineyards is now open every day from 11 till 5. New for Saturdays this season, complimentary tastings of The Creek, their flagship Bordeaux-style red blend, grown right here in the South Okanagan. Impress your friends with your wine-tasting skills and stop by Tuesday to Thursday for their newest experience, a black glass blind tasting, now 50% off. Plus, Miradoro Restaurant is also open daily for lunch and dinner. To find out more, visit tinhorn.com. Hi there, it's Tony Gismondi. And Casey Wilson. And we're three weeks to Christmas, but there's no need to panic. We've got your Christmas shopping covered. That's right, Tony. 60 Gifts in 60 Minutes is our annual fast-paced show of unique Christmas gifts, guaranteed to please everyone on your list. 60 Gifts in 60 Minutes, a Christmas tradition continues on next week's show here on BC Food & Wine Radio Network. Happy Holidays. 
Have the extraordinary organic wines of Summerhill Pyramid Winery in the pristine Okanagan Valley delivered to your door. When you become an organic ambassador, a portion of every purchase you make at Summerhill goes back into your account, which you can use towards future purchases anytime. Share the love with your friends to earn even more credits. Find out more about Summerhill Pyramid Winery's Organic Ambassador Program and order online by visiting summerhill.bc.ca. The Upper Bench of BC's Similkameen Valley, a special place that's the source of some of Canada's best wines. Here, nestled in a sun-laden, stony corner of the mountains, you'll find Clos de Soleil Winery. Clos de Soleil blends age-old Bordeaux varieties and a unique Similkameen minerality for wines that are elegant, age-worthy, distinctively terroir-driven. Visit them by appointment or purchase their wines online at clodesoleil.ca with free shipping offered to all BC and Alberta customers on orders of six bottles or more. GizmondiOnWine.com, BC's destination for finding great wine at all price points. With their easy-to-use search engine of over 30,000-plus tasting notes, you can find the wines you want by price, points, and more. Bookmark GizmondiOnWine.com for the new notes posted daily, each with a photo of the label. Get new ideas and find great buys with seasonal and weekly top 10 wine lists, original stories, and videos. If wine matters to you, join us at GizmondiOnWine.com. Follow on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Giz- Mondi on wine. Tony Haller, owner of Poplar Grove Winery. The best wine experience I had was very recently. We were with a bunch of sommeliers from Calgary and Vancouver, and they asked to do a vertical of legacy. The oldest legacy we had, which we then called Reserve, was a 1998. We opened that bottle. It was delicious. And these sommeliers were stunned that a wine that old could still be fruit forward. Experience the glory. Join the wine club at poplargrove.ca. Please enjoy responsibly. Now back to BC Food and Wine Radio. Here's Anthony Gismondi and Casey Wilson. Do you hear what I hear? Welcome back to the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. I'm Tony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. Uh, really happy to catch up with David Lorison on uh, this holiday time. Of course, David Lorison, one of the preeminent Canadian uh, wine commentators and critics and a specialist on Canadian wine uh, in his latter years. David, how are you? Oh, my latter years are not going too badly. Hi, guys. Nice <laughs> to talk to you. Well, listen. I, I, meant, I meant the latter years of your writing, not the latter years, <laughs> oh, latter years of your life. But, yeah. It is well, so I'll, great I'll writing, for... I'll be writing and tasting to the end. So. Yeah. Yes, you will. And uh, <laughs> yeah. it's so great to be on with two of the top wine writers in the world. Tony Gizmondi and David Lorison. Okay, let's shoot some questions here. Yeah. Dave, we we wanted to catch up with you a bit. I know you've been tasting a lot recently uh, down at Wineline. And talk a bit about BC Wines because you're from outside the bubble. Uh, I'm inside that bubble, and it's always interesting to get uh, a more informed view, I should say, of someone outside the bubble because normally it's someone who spends a day or two here and then pontificates about what's great in B.C. But uh, what do you you see this year? What what are you feeling about? Well, I'm very excited, actually, and I've been tasting a lot of B.C. I've been tasting as much B.C. wine during these COVID months that I have uh, Ontario. Um, uh, Wineries were sending me wines uh, all, all through the spring, uh, spring and summer, uh, I was actually uh, took the took the dare or the leap and actually flew to Kelowna. Had a wonderful week there in mid September, 
Uh, and we've just finished doing uh, sort of an interim national wine awards where we had 860 wines sent to wine line offices for a, sort of a mini competition. And, and more than half of them were BC. So I'm, I'm up to speed. Great. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about yeah. Christmas dinner. For instance, not okay. everybody has turkey, but I would like some turkey wines because we always do. But let's talk about beef and ham and even pierogies. Okay. <laughs> pierogies. Wow. All right. So, you know, pierogies are pretty rich. Um, and uh, I would go white wine probably with pierogies. And I'm thinking uh, sort of Southern Rhone style, like a Viognier. I mean, Chardonnay could work as well, but um, I'm thinking maybe no oak. Um, so something like a Viognier or a, a Roussan from, from BC might, might be really good with that, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And if you were, if you were avant, avant-garde, I'd say maybe a Gruner Veltliner. Maybe a Gruner Veltliner, yeah. A couple, to, to, couple of good Gruners floating around, too, from Colmeno. Can you name you got a, a couple? Yeah, you got a favorite yeah, Viognier, sure. Dave? I, yeah, actually, we tasted quite a number. Uh, the favorite... Uh, at our tasting uh, at Wine Line was actually the Laughing Stock. And I, I also visited them in September and was really uh, taken by their Viognier. It's kind of a tough grape, you know. Sometimes it can be really heavy and blousy and oily, lots of flavor, yeah. and sometimes it could be just a bit too lean. This one's right down the middle and extremely well-balanced. And, and yeah. good price. It's only like 25 bucks. So, uh, and then, red wine. Um, yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say on the, on the, for the Roussan, and again, lots of really good Southern Rhone-style whites coming out of the South Okanagan in particular now. Uh, actually, almost a favorite category. Uh, mm-hmm. And my favorite of those was actually the Black Hills 2019, which is a oh, lovely yeah. one. Yeah, great yeah, choice. Great job being yeah. done there. And what would I, you do for ham? Like, I always think it's, it's so salty. I'm never sure what, to, uh, what wine to serve with it. Yeah, well, you know, I, I kind of... Veer to white wines um, and uh, and Riesling, believe it or not. Yes. There's sort of a yeah. there's sort of a fattiness to you know to ham and to, and to bacon and pork and 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 Riesling's a natural and one of the best Rieslings that I tasted, um, and it hasn't always been. It was the uh, the Colmena Decora 2019. Yeah. It's just a uh, it's it's just like a knife edge Riesling. It's it's so it's so crisp and tart and well balanced. Um, yeah. And uh, and again, quite inexpensive. And, and it's coming from that, you know, that very high bench up above the winery called Margaret's Bench. It's it's so high altitude that it actually is outside of the the Golden Mile um, uh, subappellation boundary. <laughs> really interesting. And what about beef? Uh, beef. Well, that's that's pretty easy actually. Um, lots of big reds. Uh, there could be several that I might recommend there. Uh, one of the wineries that, of course, will be really well known to everyone in BC and, and even here in Ontario is Tinhorn. And we were really impressed by the um, by the Merlots coming out of Tinhorn, but the, the 2017 Oldfield. Uh, they have a higher end uh, heritage called the Creek. Uh, we had two different vintages of that. Again, really impressive. So they're big, rich, swarthy, but incredibly well balanced wines. I think we were surprised by the by the balance and, and the complexity of those. Uh, you know, another uh, another wine sort of in the same vein is uh, from Clos de Soleil in the Similkami Valley. Yes. Uh, their 2017 signature, which is their, their top-end sort of Bordeaux blend. Uh, lovely balance and depth and sort of savory yeah. characters in, in that one as well. So I'd, I'd go big. You Dave, know, roast beef, roast beef and gravy. I, yeah. 
Well, you mentioned those great reds, Dave. I, re- I, I hearken back to the days when we started the National Wine Awards, and uh, the red wines were, it was a tough go in sitting in that tasting sure room. Well, what is it What is it now? Like, what is? what do you think it is that's changed so much that has, has given us these uh, much, much higher quality wines? Well, I think I think there's a, a, a number of factors that are kind of all interrelated, and I, and I think a lot of it is experience uh, of the viticulturalists in particular and the winemakers. I, I don't think yeah. we're trying as hard to be big, you know. Uh, I, I think from the start, Canada always thought that it, red wines needed to be like California in order to succeed, uh, and, and I think yeah. we've, we've dialed all that back and we've found the style that we do well. We're getting much more experience, I think, at the blending uh, and particularly in the Bordeaux varieties, uh, you know, and, and just picking it at better times. Not all, I think there's still a bit of a tendency to, by some wineries to let things hang too long and get overripe. Uh, you know, acetic acid was a bit of a problem in, in many of the wines I found. Uh-huh. Not necessarily from BC, but uh, it's, it's still a bit too prevalent in Canada from, yep. from sort of overripened grapes. Um, but but overall, I'm looking for balance and finesse now, getting the alcohol levels down, and particularly in BC. Uh, and you know, we've always had decent acid to work with, but getting the alcohol down and the tannins down. Yeah, confidence. I think confidence is a big thing too. And uh, we don't want to be, we don't aspire to be Italian or French anymore, or California. We really do. Right. The the young people that I meet really aspire to be. Canadian and in the moment and in the place that they're working at. So that, I think that's working well, too, for all of us. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, wines are expensive, though. Dave, what do you think about the value? Did you think much about that tasting through the wines? Well, we did. And actually, uh, for the first time, uh, which and we hadn't done this previously at the National Wine Awards, but WineLine is now ascribing a five-star value rating to every wine uh, we review. So mm-hmm. all these wines got a value rating. And uh, I would say the Canadian average uh, is three out of five stars. So just kind of yeah. average quality uh, has to do obviously with high prices. Uh, those prices are due, I think, largely due to high production costs in Canada and and, and just terrible taxation, uh, yeah. government taxes on 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 the wine reason. And the prices are not cheap. Um, yeah. So so the quality in order for the value rating to improve, the quality has to keep climbing. And, and it is. We have we have lots of four- and five-star value wines, but I would say overall in Canada we're still at that three-star. And it's the big reds that are probably less good value. Pinot Noir is difficult. Yeah. Um, we found better value amongst uh, the whites almost universally. Sure. You know, like but you talk about the best value in, in Canada. In Canada, yeah. But to explain yep. that, because it seems a bit abstract, but I think I can explain it this way. You can buy a pretty impressive bottle of, of uh, Cote de Rhone for $14, uh, and right. it's, hard to, it's hard to say that you can buy an impressive bottle of Ontario or BC wine for $14. That's, that's all. That's correct, it, yeah. yeah. Uh, all other things aside. But, you know, but you got to hand pick your comparative regions too. I mean, Cote Rhone is a relatively inexpensive wine compared to you know Bordeaux or Burgundy, or yeah. California. So, um, and but I, I do production. think we have a harder time competing for value at the lower end of the price spectrum. Yeah, we have a hard time selling wine in Ontario, Dave. What's going on? Are you going to get rid of those uh, obstinate liquor boards, or what is it oh. with you guys? Oh my God, <laughs> we were already you know July. It's supposed to be July first, the big Canada. Canada Day uh, gift to, uh, was to be able to bring in BC wines directly yeah. to Ontario. Yeah. They changed their mind. I, I, I think it's going to come still. It's, um, 
they, they sort of de- deferred for a year. They really said to just yeah. have a look at it on July 1st, uh, 21, uh, 2021. So there's a lot of pressure building on it. Uh, so I, I still think it's going to happen. I think I think the government has a lot of issues now. I'm not so confident that any of this will come back to the table for several years. But, uh, well, we'll keep pushing. No. I've always been an optimist on this one. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know what? Everyone's doing it every anyway. You know, people are yeah. Ontarians are buying BC wine by the case, hand over fist. So yeah, uh, you know, we we put out um, uh, two, two case of at wine line. Sorry, uh, did uh, offerings of the best case of the best premium wines from the awards and the best values. Yeah. Uh, we sold 160 cases uh, in about five days. Wow. Yeah. So and Impressive. and half of that's BC. So you know sure. it, it is flowing. It's just uh, some of the bigger wineries are a little hesitant to do it. And Dave, can you give us a couple of sparkling wines we should have for New Year's Eve? Probably two to four people. So I don't know if we're looking yeah. at magnums <laughs> or not. Shouldn't be many more than that, should there? No. Uh, you know there were there were two really interesting sparklers from BC that kind of topped our list of sparklers. Um, one, and I know this wins almost every year, is the Road Thirteen. Uh, sparkling Chenin Blanc 2016 from this little patch of old vines. It's a wonderful, complex, balanced, uh, interesting, and it even earned a value rating from us at, at $46 a bottle. That meant the score was pretty high. And the other wine that was uh, was a, um, caused a lot of discussion is from Summerhill. Of course, Summerhill is a sort of a sparkling wine specialist, but they have uh, a 2000, vintage 2000 wine called Ariel that's been aged for for years. Uh, in the bottle, and it is certainly you know, that sort of more oxidative style, but boy, it is really complex. It's got great depth to it, and uh, we ended up uh, loving it and giving it one of the highest scores in the sparkling range. So it's a couple of, couple of really interesting ones there. I'm not sure how easy they are to find, but uh, they're out there. Another little surprise from um, Mirabelle, small little winery uh, in wow. Barcelona, Blanc de Noir, a- 2016. Yeah, that's a great rosé, a sparkling rosé wine. I was really impressed with that wine. Shocked, yeah. actually. Yeah, I that, mean, I, 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 I knew it was good. I, they make good wine, but this was quite special. I, I it was really impressive. Yeah, it, it finished in our top six, actually. Yeah. So, uh, well, Dave, it's always great to catch up with you. Uh, maybe just one. If we were to look for online for an Ontario winery to buy some wines, is there an Ontario winery we should look at that you would say they're pretty solid from top to bottom? Oh, yeah. Well, there's, there's probably several, but uh, I'll, I'll go with my, my favorite is Hidden Bench uh, yeah. on the Beavisville Bench. All estate, all organic, uh, really great winemaking, quality all the way, uh, beautiful Riesling Chardonnay. Uh, Pinots uh, and uh, they're just so solid. And favorite and, Riesling from Ontario? Ooh, favorite Riesling from Ontario? Oh yeah, well that's actually fairly easy. Thirty uh, Bench, which is just down the road from Hidden Bench, uh, it's uh, a winery that's been going for about thirty years. Fairly recently bought by Andrew Peller, but the staff has remained in place, uh, and with Emma Gardner making the wines, and she's one of the best in the country. Mm. So uh, they have blocked a series of uh, single block uh, Rieslings from 2017 vintage that are just yeah. killer, and they're only about $30, $35. And David, uh, we have unblocked the sale of block wines from Ontario in BC, so they're, uh, you can order them and ship them in here yeah. with no uh, legal problems at all. Lucky. David, 
uh, please have a, a, a great uh, holiday break. If uh, Although wine writers never really get a break over the holidays. They just catch up. And you know what? And Nobody feels sorry right. for them. <laughs> yeah. yeah right. <laughs> we, we never get that, Casey. <laughs> and let's all three of us move to the Okanagan. Okay. David Larson, thanks so much for joining us on the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. Great to catch up with you. See you soon somewhere in the wine world. Okay. Will do. My pleasure, guys. Thanks very much. Uh, Big thanks to David Larson. Of course, we've been writing uh, uh, separately and together for over 30 years now, he in the East, me in the West. But uh, uh, just a wonderful guy. And uh, uh, just one of the best things to happen to Canadian wine was David Larson. That is for sure. We're out of time, folks. Thanks for joining us today uh, from all our markets across British Columbia. We'll take a quick uh, hiatus, but we'll be back next week at the same time on the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. I'm Tony Gismondi. I'm Casey Wilson. Have a great weekend. That's it for today's show. Tune in again next week for Anthony Gismondi and Casey Wilson on the BC Food and Wine Radio Network. Presented in part by Wines of British Columbia at Savon Foods. BC Food and Wine Radio is a TKS West production. Executive producer, Casey Wilson.